You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and check us out online at beardedtheologians.com. And you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. So this week on the Bearded Theologians, um, we are going to, um, we were looking at Mark uh, 9, uh, really 33 uh, through 37, uh, which is part of the lectionary reading for this week. And um, one of the things that we were kicking around in our uh, Making the Sausage session uh, that we do not record for a lot of purposes, our wives tell us not to anymore. And so we have to listen. You're welcome. Uh, (laughs) You are welcome. Although we, you know, we could easily do what other podcasts do and make that like you have to purchase it content. Uh, hey, there you go. You know, um, but we don't do it that way. And um, so as we were reading and discussing, um, one of the questions that came up is um, children and worship. And, and Jesus talks about that in, in the scripture reading. And so Zach, as we were reading the scripture and as we were having that discussion, what were some kind of thoughts and things that came to mind to you? Well, well, children and scripture seems to always be in um, the church news, if you will. Um, it, it seems to come up on Facebook quite a bit and social media. Uh, it just takes its turn every few a uh, few months or a couple times a year type of a thing. And lately, um, John Chris posted a picture of this card that somebody was handed that basically said, hey, you've got children, they're being noisy, we'll escort you out, the ushers will be there in the back. Um, and that, that created a, another huge buzz around children in church. And do they belong in church or do they not belong in church uh, for worship and, and things like that. And uh, so we, we come across the lectionary today uh, and, 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 and Mark 9, 30, um, 35, we'll start there. He sat down and called the 12 disciples over to him and said, whoever wants to be first must take last place and be the servant of everyone else. Then he put a little child among them, taking the child in his arms. And he said, anyone who comes with little children like this on my behalf welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me, um, Anyone who welcomes me welcomes not only me, but also my father who sent me. And so when we, there, there's just this long running of debate. Do kids belong worship? Do they need to go out to children's time, you know, or children's church? Or um, do they belong there among the adults, if you will? And the answer is, yeah, uh, kids absolutely belong in worship. Um, who, one, who are we to say as adults, as people? as whomever, who gets to sit and worship. If we start limiting it to children, who else do we limit it to? Um, but what better place for kids to learn? I mean, as, as someone who has three kids that sit and worship, I get it. They're not always the best. Sometimes they're loud. Uh, sometimes they make noise, but they're always, always listening. Even to me, uh, someone they have to listen to all the time and get tired of listening to all the time and uh, sit through at least two services on a Sunday. But there's always something my kids do. Uh, I mean, they always listen, whether you, you think they are or not. Uh, I was doing children's message the other day and we were talking about what do you believe in? And I just simply asked that question to our, our kids. In, and I said, what do you believe in? And I got Santa Claus and, and I got the Easter Bunny and I got you know my mom and dad. Um, you know, I got all these really good, cute answers. And, and, and Ryan, my five-year-old, was talking to another f- uh, five-year-old right beside her. They were talking and playing. 
And, uh, you know, in the middle of, of talking and playing, she stopped and she looked at me and she said, I believe in Jesus. And then she turned back to her friend and started talking to her friend again. And, and they're listening. Kids are truly, truly listening. And I've had just countless stories of doing these things uh, with, you know, children's time in, in worship or with my own kids or whatever. They pull little nuggets of that out. And if we remove them from the room and we remove their parents from the room, why even invite them to come into the space? So um, one of the things I've been looking at lately, um, as I've just been studying and, and looking, um, the, um, I think one of the biggest struggles that we have uh, in our society today is that we have people who are, uh, aren't willing to share their whys and why they share their faith. And mm-hmm. we're really bad about it with our children. And yeah. when we have uh, moments of spiritual crisis or moments, of, uh, we just don't do it. And so like, I'm struggling with that. I'm thinking, you know, with my children, I'm, I'm trying to talk about why I do what I do and, you know, you know, my faith. And, and I've noticed that that's helped the girls grow in their faith, be able mm-hmm. to express their faith. And um, the other day, like this was like right before bedtime, I think on Sunday night. And uh, Emily came into my room really, really excited. She's like, Dad, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? It's like, we were watching Cinderella. And at the end of Cinderella, uh, she gave, she, uh, Cinderella forgave her um, stepmother like you talk about forget, like you've been talking mm. about forgiveness these three weeks in service. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, I didn't, I didn't ever expect her to connect with that. Like to make that connection um, shows that we're actually at least maybe doing something right with faith. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, I, and it, what really kind of scares me a little bit is when um, these conversations of children and worship come up because I, I, I always think of this verse and that's, what's kind of crazy. Um, you know, whoever's welcomes one of these children in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes right. me isn't actually welcome me, but rather the one who sent me. Right. And if we're going to grow the church, because I know that that's like a big thing. And I know that right. that's like the empire idea of like having this like huge mega church versus actually building relationships. And that's a whole other podcast for right. a whole other time. But if we're going to do it right, we've got to welcome children in and we've got to show them, we've got to have them be a part of worship. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I always believe that if you want to grow your worship service and, and you have the people on the stage that you want to have in the pews. Mm-hmm. Um, and so finding ways for young people to be involved and that's children and youth. And it's not just being acolyte. Um, right. One right. of the coolest things that we did in the first church that I served was, and this was done by the church. This was done before I got there. This wasn't something I put into practice was the children uh, took up the offering, the older children, yeah. the older like elementary age children took up the offering. And there was nothing more powerful than that, watching the children take up the offering. Right. Um, and, and then, you know, watching our person in the back help them kind of understand how to take it. And then when it's time to go and, mm-hmm. um, and, and then there are other ways, I mean, we have kids that can read and, and I mean, we, we do them, we do the service when we don't include them on the stage and more than just the children's moment. Like I, right. I don't like children's moments. I'm going to be honest. I, don't <laughs> um, I think, I think it, um, I just have a hard time with them because I don't mm-hmm. feel like um, it's not va- valid teaching in way that, you know, like, like, right. Well, it's, it's that time that we get to bring the kids up front and be really cute and tell a cute story, right? Yeah. And, and it's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's sometimes an afterthought of worship. Um, it's, oh, yeah, I got to do this too, right? Yeah. Um, but 
and yeah so so well, and, and i think it's undermining the kids intelligence too that yeah. well they're not smart enough to understand the sermon and so right. we need to dumb it down for them right well and i don't know i just there's just things that i just can't i, I just have a hard time with right. that's just that's me right um so and, and, and so like what i found interesting about this this reading today it's not that jesus predicting his death and, and if you want to read uh, hear about that we'll talk about that probably some other time in like a distant podcast right um but what, what i found interesting so they were going to capernaum they entered in this house and jesus was like what are you all talking about like really what, what what's going on what are you all talking about and leading this whole other discussion and jesus uses that moment of servanthood mm-hmm. for teaching and so you know i don't know i just found that interesting that like he they were trying to talk about one thing and it right. led him into a whole different right. uh, place Jesus is great about these full circle conversations, right? <laughs> you know, one of the things when I was, I, I got it a lot when I was a youth pastor, um, but it was more of the, why aren't your youth coming to church um, type of a question. But when I was a campus director, uh, campus ministry director, I, uh, I got it all the time. Every church that I'd go visit and guest preach in, he always asked me, why won't young people, whether it's youth or young adults, come to church? And my simple answer was always, did you let them come to church when they were kids? Or did you bring them in and then usher them right back out? And um, it, it's, it's one of those deals where, yeah, we, we bring them in here and then we immediately make them leave. Uh, and, and, and since telling them, you're not welcome in here until we say you are until we're ready for you to be here. Um, and that's, that's the thing that Jesus is getting at here. Look, it's not, it's not this or that, it's everyone, right? And when you welcome the littlest of these, right? When you welcome children, uh, people that, that traditionally we deem unworthy or not ready or incapable of understanding until we're ready for you to, um, when you welcome those, when you welcome all people of any age, of any place, you're welcoming me. And, and that's, I think that's the thing that we gotta remember. Uh, not just for children, but for anyone we welcome into worship. Right. And I think that that's um, kind of one of the struggles that most churches have is having that. Mm-hmm. Um, we say that we welcome everybody and then you just like look around and you say, well, you know, I don't really see it. Yeah. Um, and I know that's hard. I mean, I know it's not it something um, that can be easily done, but I really do believe in that if we can have that mindset that whoever we may be welcoming may be Jesus Right. Um, it, it does change our perspective a little bit. And so I think that that's a good, like, I think that's a good reflection thinking about how not only in worship or not mm-hmm. only into the church, but into our lives. Yeah. Um, you know, like, you know, today, this afternoon, I'll, I'll probably be, you know, around town and, and, you know, just thinking about what are some opportunities I may have to share my faith mm-hmm. in, in a way that, you know, may be life changing for someone. And um, we have to be open to those opportunities because we never know. Um, and, and we can even like we can even table <laughs> the first uh, must be least conversation later. I'm just looking back at this, yeah. like because like, yeah. that could be a whole other podcast. Because I don't know, like I said, I'll, I'll table that one for later. I'll put that right. back in the memory race for later. But I think for this week, I, I would I encourage you to look in your church if you attend church on Sunday morning or online or however you attend church. Look at your church and ask: Does it reflect a community that you want to be a part of? Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, find out ways that maybe you can help affect that change. Either yes. sitting down with the pastor and saying, "Hey, um, I want to be able to have our 
church to be more welcoming to whomever. And I think that this could look like this and, and be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Because, right. you know, it's interesting, like we look at the story and Jesus sees that there was a problem and he's addressing the problem, but the problem really wasn't what really needed to be addressed. The problem right. was this focus on how we're welcoming and how we're treating people. Mm-hmm. And um, and Jesus institutes the idea of of being a true servant, and and so I think far too often in our churches uh, conflict arises when we want our way and we're mm-hmm. not willing to like look at the bigger picture and and right. and help people help the church move forward. Uh, it takes dialogue and conversation and it compromise. Does. Like it does I, I can't tell you how many times like it, you know when we finally reach that point of compromise like something actually gets done and we have right. to let go of some of the things that we want right. to help the, the the church of the better and so right. well and, uh, and that's the thing it's it's coming with this awareness of here's what i see what are you going to do about it it's not that it's here's what i see how how can we go about this together what can i do um how can i help move this forward um because it can't just be on your pastor it can't just be on your church leadership it's we're all in this together especially when we look around our church and look around our lives and see the people around us how can i change this um how can i help our church be better be more welcoming be this or that and so uh, it, mean, it means being a servant it means mm-hmm. being welcoming and it means being able to embrace god in ways that you never thought imaginable that's so right this week, i think a good challenge for this week is um looking at that and asking yourselves, how are we being a welcoming church? That's great. Well, as you take a look at that and take a look at the rest of your week, we would invite you to check out beardedtheologians.com. We have some really great blogs up. We've got some more coming up in the next few weeks. Don't forget to check those out. Our our blog writers have been great and will continue to do so. Uh, While you're there, click on the little buy our stuff link. Christmas is coming up soon. Uh, Everybody needs a brand new Bearded Theologians coffee mug or t-shirt or a Uh, stack of stickers, whatever you need to do there. And we'd also like uh, to invite you to check out um, all of our social media pages, uh, the things that we're doing there, have the conversation with us, and certainly download the podcast uh, on whatever device you use. Uh, And if you haven't started using CastBox, our official unofficial partner, um, we would have loved for you to download that app and download the podcast on there. Um, what's great about it is you can subscribe and it'll tell you exactly when the podcast is out, but you can also leave comments there as well. And so if you leave some comments on, uh, on CastBox, we will read them on our next podcast. And uh, there's some pretty great ones up already. I mean, let me tell you, those comments are, are stellar. Uh, they might be from me. I don't know. It doesn't count if they're from both of us. Uh, <laughs> we want to we wanna thank you for, for listening and uh, being in conversation with us and being in conversation uh, with the people in your community, wherever that may be. And for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Zach Bechtold. I'm Matt Franks. Thanks for checking us out. We hope you've enjoyed the conversations that we've had today on the Bearded Theologians Beardcast, and we'd encourage you to continue those conversations online at beardedtheologians.com or on our Facebook page. We also hope that you pick up a couple of coffee mugs to uh, satisfy your coffee mug collection. Have a good day.